Alright, so let's check this out. I got 10 things on a list that I uh, kind of wondered about as if uh, things that were the way they were back when we were growing up, and not necessarily growing up, but as even as adults, have changed over the years. And I want to know if these things are better now with changes, or were they better before? Excellent. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. I'm in the soundproof booth. <laughs> there are no points. Oh. And no gambling on the uh, results, okay? Okay. All right. The first thing I want to talk about is living your life off a debit card. Now, what I mean is you got your debit card, you're making, you're paying bills with it, you're buying groceries with it, uh, you're getting gas with it. You're using that card, which doesn't really have any money. There's no money to it. It's just a... Are you a, talking about a debit card or a credit card? I'm talking about a debit card. Okay. Credit cards existed long before a debit card. Yeah, did. I don't use debit. I, I don't use a debit card. You are rare. Except if I get cash from the ATM. Right. Yeah. But I will say, since COVID, I don't carry much cash. No, I don't I don't either. I don't have any loose change. No. I don't use anything. No. That's I, cash. But anyway, okay. So But anyway, I, I guess I do, so maybe I'll 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 let you know here is with a with a debit card, mm -hmm. I don't do my financial uh responsibility nearly as well as I did when I had a checking account and went to the bank. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, I mean, I don't balance a checkbook, which I don't really have. I've just got this debit card that keeps throwing up debits. And then my, you know, when I, when I make deposits and I just, you know, check it on my statement that comes once a month. Well, you don't see the money. That's what I'm so saying. So you'll spend more. You, <laughs> like you go to a ball game and it's like, oh, two drinks and two hot dogs, $45. Okay, here you go. There you go. It's not real. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's artificial money. Yeah. So I'm wondering, what do you think? Were the days of just using cash for everything and paying things, you know, uh, as, as you came along and not, you know, putting them in, uh, what I'm trying to say, like, uh, I want to call it almost like layaway, but it's not. It's like, it's the reverse of that. When you when you buy something, you don't have the money. It's kind of like a charge card. But sure. you can do that with your debit card, by the way. Mine does anyway, because sure. it's, a, it's backed by a credit, uh, credit card. So... What do you think? Better with a debit card or better going to banks and standing in lines and stuff? I will say back in the old days, if you needed money, especially on the weekend, and you were out, then you were stuck. Yeah. And very few people had credit cards. Um, I didn't. I remember I got my first credit card when I was about 20. Yeah. But as a kid, if we didn't have cash, we were out of luck. Yeah. And I think my dad... My parents had a Sears credit card. That was it. Yeah, that was worthless. So I would say I'd still go with debit card, although I don't use debit card. But it's more convenient, especially mm -hmm. when you're buying gas, because I don't really want to go into the room and it's pay money and deal with. But I will. The debit card is a little bit more, um, I think, convenient. dangerous. Oh, dangerous well, yeah, yes. than a credit card. Yeah. And I'll tell you a story. Once I was in New York City and I had my debit card, and uh, I used it, and they sw they swiped it. Twice, mm. and they charged me for room twice. And at that point, I got a notice saying you you cannot use the card anymore because you've reached your max limit for charging or whatever. It was yeah. one of those like cards that you could only use so much based on how much money. Yeah, I, I don't know. So well, they changed like, it. But a lot you, you swiped then. it twice. Yeah, and then, and that was a pain. But anyway, I would say more convenient with the card. I think Plastic, you're right. Yes, I think so. But you know, when you say you, you didn't, you were out of luck if you didn't have money. 
But at the time, that's how we lived. And you weren't really out of luck. You were just living an existence that you would day to day, and it was okay. You would just find something else to do. You didn't have to have... Well, I knew the stash, where the cash stash well, was. But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying, well, it's not like we always had this urge, oh my gosh, we need money today. Yeah, we yeah. have to go buy things. And that might be a problem, too. You have that cash always at your fingertips. You might be spending it uh, you know, with your debit card in a way that you would be not doing it if you didn't have your debit card. So. My dad had a, like a special area. He kept cash. And one time my friend said, hey, let's go see a football game. Dolphins are playing the Raiders, 1978. So I... Swiped a 20 and I took off and I figured maybe he won't notice. Yeah. Yeah, he noticed about two seconds after he walked in the door. Like he could tell something was off. <laughs> you could go see an NFL game for 20 bucks well, back in 78? Like bucks. Oh my bucks. gosh. Yep. And the bus, we took the bus down and went to see the game and okay. got back home and tried not to say anything. But So we're both going with the debit yes. card is probably the better of the two. Yes. Okay. Next. Okay. Debit card is the best. Okay. CDs versus records. What? is better the cds that you have or records that you used to have well i don't use any See, i don't use that's CDs the next anymore. step the next step i used to downloads, always, i used but, to have a whole bunch in the car okay but now with our smartphones all we need to do is you know download use bluetooth bluetooth yep. and that's it now i will have i do have some records i did buy a record player last year but um but i really haven't listened to it because as much as i think oh it sounds so good with the crackling and everything I can listen to it on my phone, and it sounds better. Although some say vinyl sounds better than CD. But I've stopped buying CDs. It's been, I don't know, it's been at least, uh, with rare exceptions, it's probably been almost a decade. Wow. Since I bought a CD. But I think I may have bought one when I went to like a concert or something, like an obscure artist that you really couldn't yeah, find back buy then. Buy at the event, yeah. And I buy it there. But now I, you can probably find it. You can find anything. Just about. Well, what about but, you? Well, I prefer CDs. Yeah. And I grew up with records. I had, I can't tell you, 100 and some odd, 200 LPs when I was growing up. Um, and I, we'll take this as the, uh, the, the, the list number two uh, um. Piece I will, here that I will say, I will say that when CDs came out first, I got a CD player. Everyone said, "Oh, CDs are so mm-hmm. they sound so good." So I said, "Well, I better buy a CD, get bang for my bucks." So I went and bought the um, Amadeus soundtrack, the movie about <laughs> yeah, Mozart. Yeah. I said, Ooh, that "Classical musicals sound good on a CD." So my first purchases of those were like Broadway shows and classical music, thinking I was so refined. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- what I wanted to say, though, is, is let's step it up once after we talk about CDs versus records, because then it's about downloads versus everything else, because yeah. that kind of put everything out that and the Bluetooth uh, speakers mm-hmm. and things. But I prefer CDs over records, and I'm in the rarity. My people my age were always going for records, because that's the original. Why is that? I think people are so subject to hate change they just hate change so much they don't want to change to cds they no, no. just why do you like cds so much cds are perfect they are perfect they are pure sound and especially if you're listening to it with headphones it's just pure sound and i love that problem is um they can hurt your ears because they're they're for the most part they're so pure whereas before you wouldn't have an earphone on you'd be listening you wouldn't be listening to records with headphones. I did. Unless but, you had a really good hi-fi. Right, and I did. So Hi-fi, right? That's what, it, eh, that's what they called it in the 60s, but I had hi-fi. a good stereo in the 70s. Yeah, okay, stereo. So I'd say CDs was my favorite. Plus, you could take it in the car. 
You know, and I right. had a friend of mine that had a 72 CD changer in his car. So he had 72 <laughs> CDs in there. That's too many. And I thought, man. How do you keep track that's of That's what I asked. And he... But, you know, I used to be cassettes. I used to have like a wad, a big wad of cassettes yeah. in my car and I pop them in. Yeah. But, you know, cassettes obviously had problems because yeah. they could come up, they could unravel. Yep. Also, it was hard to find something. Although, didn't they have... I think I had a like a special stereo system in my car where it would forward to the next song. Yep. It would, well, oh, I didn't know that. Like it would sense there was a gap. Okay. But it usually would... would only work with, you know, um, cassettes you'd buy in the record right. store. The ones you recorded. Not the ones you made yeah. on your own. Yeah. <laughs> your own little mixtape. Yeah. It went from it went from uh, you know eight track tapes to cassettes. People mm-hmm. that were listening to stuff goes, oh, I don't like that thunk in the middle in the eight track. Let's go to cassettes. Well, I don't have to like to turn the cassette over and listen to the other half and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden CDs became available and that yeah. stopped everything. So yeah. I'm going with CDs versus records. Okay. Now I'd say CD. Okay. Now I I um am not a big fan of downloads. And I and I listen to things on my Bluetooth speaker and and in my car it, I, as a listener, not no, so much as a massive fan. I'll listen to just about anything when they do that, but and my reason is you own a CD. You don't own Anything you listen to, like uh, on any of the services, they keep that music. You don't download it to your computer or your phone. So that's my problem with that. That's different than when the original, when you had iTunes, you know, 15, 18 years ago, mm-hmm. you could burn CDs off the music you purchased. Now you don't. No, you, that's... So basically, it's all on my Spotify account. Right. Or my Apple Music, yeah, and I can't take it anywhere, nope. but I can only take it with me on my device. That's right. So you don't really own it physically. You do not own it. But when you own a CD, you own that. Yeah, but it takes up room. And and, and I will say this, I'm so lazy, just the parallel to CDs or Blu-ray, DVD, what a hassle it is to get up and try and put something in. I just would rather stream it or you yeah. know, buy it on uh, Apple uh, movies or yeah. YouTube or whatever and to be done with it and not have to deal with putting a disc in and waiting for it to load because I'm so impatient now because we can't wait the 30 seconds. We have to have it now. Yeah. Well, that's different, the uh, DVDs versus uh, streaming. That may be for another show. Okay. Let's get into the number three, cell, vo- cell phones versus landlines and phones. What one do you prefer? Cell phone. I figured you would do that. <laughs> I don't ever see you without that in your hand. Yeah, I know. It's, it's everywhere. Appendage. I don't want you to tell me you take it in the bathroom. I'm not no, don't saying say nothing. <laughs> but I will say that it's, it's, it's become um, a blessing and a curse. Depending yeah. if you were OCD like me, mm-hmm. worried about missing phone calls back in the old days. You know, you'd wait for a friend to call. Okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay, I'm just going to run out to the store down the street, get some. Oh, your friend called. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh, I missed yeah. the call. I remember that. What's the message? Or or, or then you got answering machines. Yeah. And then uh, I'd go out and I'd have to call from a payphone to check my number to make sure I didn't miss any messages. So for I someone, never did that. So I, someone like me, yeah. the cell phone has, been, has, has helped. You know, I'm going to go with cell phones because uh, not only did they just open up the whole communication thing, but it's more like since they just they they stepped it up with being able to access the internet with it um you can you, you've pretty much got a hand computer every time you go somewhere you're just able to access a lot of stuff with that so i go with cell phones as well uh i remember when we got rid of our landline cuz we had our phone number for literally 35 years and when i got rid of my landline it felt like i was losing something important mm-hmm. and i haven't looked back since so yeah cell phones 
All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. GPS versus map reading. I was just having a discussion with somebody the other day about this. Did you know that um, they've done studies in, I think there was a study in Great Britain, where they measured the size of the brains of longtime taxi drivers who had to know all the roads, mm-hmm. all the things, you know, before the days of GPS, and yeah. maybe they'd had maps. And they found that their brain sizes were bigger on average than the typical person because they had to use that resource, that brain, right. to drive people around. I think with GPS, which is very convenient because you have no excuse now to say, oh, I couldn't find it. I got lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's taken away some of our – it's made it more convenient, but it's also not make us use our brains as much, yeah. which is not the best thing. We've come too dependent on it, yep. and most people can't find their way from A, B, C, D, point to point F without the phone. Because back in the old days, you just learned, and you learned by mistake. Yeah. Oh, I don't turn on this That's road. That's exactly right. You know, and you just kind yep. of got lost, and then you figured it out, and you had to you recall, use your brain power. Right. Now you don't. Getting lost wasn't the worst thing that could happen, because you learn a lot as you get lost. True. I know people... And this is where I, this goes back to what we had just stated with as far as the taxi drivers. I know people that live in this town that we live in, mm-hmm. and the in the next town, that use their GPS to to get around in that town, and they've lived there all their life. Mm-hmm. And I under, don't understand how they don't know where the roads are. Well, I grew up in a grid down in South Florida, so everything was numbered. You had Eighth Avenue and 123rd Street. So mm-hmm. obviously, if you kept going 123rd Street. Uh, and you kept going uh, north, the numbers would get bigger, yeah. and the avenues would change as you went east to west. Uh, and I thought, man, ma- man, hey, man. No, I thought, man, people who live in up north, because that's what I used to think, they have like Maple Street and Grove Street and Richardson Street, they have to know more, because you really have to remember all those names, because it's easy to know numbers. You don't have to remember the numbers. You just have to follow the sequence. But when you have streets with names, they're not in any order or anything. See, I never thought of that. So I thought northern people were smarter. Not necessarily, (laughs) but I, I, I like GPS. I've only really started using it in the last five years. Other than that, I kind of picked up a map every time I was going somewhere. I looked at it. I tried to figure out where things were at. And then I would always look at ways if I had to get off a main highway, could I get back on it? And then I would let it, and I would just take the map with me, and then I'd let it go and just start driving, because that's how I did it for the first thirty or forty years of my driving. That that was it. That was normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember having a map, or then remember MapQuest. Oh yeah, that was like the very first iteration of that. Yeah, and you take the sheets yeah, you, of paper. Yeah, you print them out. And, you, and I hey, I did that once or twice. But what really amazed me. As I have talked to people that are in their 30s and 40s that don't know where things are at. And I don't mean, do you know where the Statue of Liberty is? I'm talking about they don't know cities that are in their state that are just 30 miles away. I'd say, how far, how far is that from where you live? Well, I don't know. It's, I don't know where it's at. I think it's my, it might be north of here. And I go, how long have you lived there? Oh, all my life. How do you not know where the city is at? If you're not looking at a map... And you've never seen that. You'll never know it. Right. And it happens a lot more than you know. So I like maps. I don't think I want to go back to it because the GPS has made it easier. But I think anybody that doesn't know how to use a map... Should be banished. <laughs> no, they should, they should pick it up and take a look at it. Because I'll guarantee if you've got an open mind and you pick up a map of your, your state, 
and you look around at all the things around you, you'll be amazed at the things you didn't know. Yeah. And so just keep a map handy. And it might, if you find some place that go, you know, like Pleasantville, you want to go to Pleasantville? You see, it's like 30 miles from your house. You're talking like an old man. Well, then type in Pleasantville in your GPS and let it take you there. But yeah. at least you know, okay? Yeah. All right. You're going to say something. No, I'm just saying you sound like an old man well, talking maps. Well, I am an old man. He's talking maps and maps. talking crazy. All right. Crazy town. Next topic. Self-serve things versus client-serve things. Let me give you a couple examples. Now, we grew up during a time when these were real things. You'd go to a shoe store. Somebody would come in. They'd sit you down, you'd take your shoe off, they'd measure your foot, then they would go back and get you some shoes, okay? We also were the guys that would drive up to a gas station, run over that little hose, ding, ding, and they would come out, and they would pump your gas, check your oil, wash your windshield. There were other things that were like that. There were other things like going to a bakery, you know, grabbing a little tag and waiting for them to come in, and what would you like, what would you like, instead of going to a bakery and picking out what's in the, mm-hmm. in the in, in not having any choices, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the uh, self-serve thing where you're in charge? I mean, even the, even the checkout counters and stuff? Yeah, I'd say that. I, I think because the quality of employer, quality of employee overall, your shoe salesman 50 years ago took pride in being a shoe salesman. Mm-hmm. Now, people I don't think do, and I apologize to any shoe salespeople out there. I don't know I don't if there think are they any. exist. Yeah. But I think if they did exist today, they'd give you the wrong shoe or the size. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think I know my size. I know. I can't remember the last time I bought shoes other than online anyway. Really? Yeah. I just figure I get a size. I know what I like. I order that. You are a brave man. <laughs> if I don't like it, I send it back. I've got to try things on before I before I do that. But yeah. I, I really like the, the era of self-serve. I really like, or excuse me. Serve, the, like the, going the to the gas station service. and yeah. you know, check your oil and overinflate yeah. the tires and you get a tire blowout a mile down the road <laughs> no. and then you can sue them. Uh, but, you know, I like that because it was a lot, it seemed like a much friendlier time. It seemed like a much, um, what am I trying to say, social and more civic sort of time in our, our lives. And I miss that. And I bet if people that were that are in their 20s and 30s now ever had to experience that, they would like it too. They would enjoy that. Yeah. But, you know, companies need to make money, and the first thing they do is cut the, uh, cut the uh, employees right down to nothing and start running it on a yeah. know, minimum, and people start serving themselves. But if you do have that service aspect, it's usually pricey. And exclusive yeah. and like a boutique type of That's setting. True. And you pay for that. And people like that. I mean, I can see the appeal in that. It's just, you know, for the average folk, no. But okay. All right. What's next? Next one. This is this is kind of more specific, but you and I both do what I'm about to explain here. So it might be something that's just of interest of us, not necessarily interest of most people. And that is online research versus physically researching at libraries or town halls or secretary of state or wherever it is you would research something for a book a news article you mean take out the microfilm and microfiche and or, deal with that or yeah well see but now those things are becoming digitized at libraries and actually you can just go into libraries and look on the computer there you have to go to the library unless is what you I'm can saying. access it a online. lot of times they don't put it on because true. they want you coming into the library true so the online research versus the physically researching things um, 
and I'll, I'll just go ahead. I'm a genealogist. I love going and, and getting my information somewhere else. That digging part, that's part of the, that's part of the experiential sort of thing about doing genealogy, and I love it. I do like the online stuff like genealogy.com and the other ones, but going to a library, going to the county clerk, I like that. And now some of it is becoming less available because they don't have people at these places to help you. And some of them are becoming uh, monetized. So you need to go in and pay a fee to get somebody to help you. Right. So I guess what I, what I would really prefer is physically researching at libraries and the county clerk and, and going there. That's my, my better of the two. Do you have, a, do you have an opinion? Uh, you know, it's been so long since I've done that. Um, I do think a lot of times going to a library is helpful because the person there can kind of speed the process through and mm-hmm. give you assistance and save you time. So yeah. I think it might save you time, even though you might think staying home on your computer saves you time. But like that, they have people like in genealogy and sort of in records and stuff where they can help you yep. locate it much faster. And you'll learn more from and those people more. too. Yes. So I, I would say, okay, in that case, I'd go to the library. Yeah, same here. All right. Here's another one that's kind of like that in a, in, a, in a way. The drive-through businesses versus the physical businesses that you, which you go into. Give me some, I'll give like you McDonald's? Some. Well, for restaurants is one. But drive-through. dry cleaners. You can go pick up your dry cleaning through your drive-through. Drive-through. Do you? <laughs> so you you don't even have to think about it. You still have some interaction with people and uh it's convenient. You have to park your car, get out. I know. It's that same mentality that makes me despise the uh, DVD Blu-ray now. I got to <laughs> get up and put the, the disc in the machine and sit down and wait. Well, I'll tell you why I don't like it. During COVID, a whole lot of businesses and I, and I'm going to speak from uh um a non-scientific spot here, mm-hmm. just my observations. So you can you can hack on me if you want, or even the listeners could say something. But during COVID, they shut down a lot of the restaurants. I'm going to use the restaurants for an example. They shut them down so you could only get things through the drive-thru. So then you started really noticing the amount of people that were using the drive-thru because it went from being oh, yeah. the average thing to being the only, only thing. thing. Yeah. And then when COVID kind of relaxed and people started coming back out and doing things – People were still going through the drive-through, and the prices have gone up on everything just due to inflation. And they've—I know of at least four restaurants in our area that shut down the lobby and re- restaurant area and only do takeout and uh, delivery. Delivery, and they—and I ask them anytime I go in there, when are you going to open that up? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to do that. Well, you know, and, and that drives prices up. And that's something I wanted to bring up today. Uh, you know, kind of related to what you're talking about is the tipping thing. Mm-hmm. It started with COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, tip your guys. Oh, I feel bad for you guys. Your guys are working so hard. I'm going to give you a tip. But now you get a tip. Like if you get a glass of water, they want to know if you want a tip. Everything's a tip. Uh, well, you can always say no. You can always say no. And but, I, I have done that. But they give you choices like 20%, 25%, 30%. How about yeah. custom tip? A dollar or 50 <laughs> cents. Or I, I, hey, I think people deserve tips when they deserve them. Yeah. But just because... You ring me up a, a package of Oreos doesn't mean I have to give you a, a tip. Well, here's the thing. I've been online where I've done all the work, and it says, would you like to leave a tip? And I always want to say, do you have another area that I can type in and go, would you like to give me a discount? Mm-hmm. And there isn't one of those. So I don't tip at all on that thing, but that's just me. But okay. where are we at? drive through business, physical. I, I really like the physical businesses because they create jobs. 
And that creates a tax base, and that keeps the system running forward. Whereas the drive-through businesses, when they have closed things down and they claim, and this is like I said, it's a non-science based thing, just things I've seen on my own. When they shut a restaurant down, they no longer have to pay to have somebody clean it. They don't have to have it inspected. They don't have to have the lights on. They just have to have, and, and no employees, obviously, just that part where they're making the food. And then they jack the price up. And they're never going to go back to the old model because they're making way more money now than they did before without the costs. And I know McDonald's is doing that because McDonald's used to be a place where you can get cheap food. I'm sorry if I'm hacking on McDonald's, but when was the last time you went there and bought a food, some food? Yeah. I would rather go somewhere else these days. All right, let me just go on to the next one because the next one, again, is going to affect probably the, a fewer amount of people than maybe you and I uh, because we're unique to this thing. But the radio, TV, entertainment that we used to have versus the internet electronic entertainment we have kind of today. Which one do you prefer? Are you saying like back in the days when we had three channels? No. Just TV? Yeah, television Before internet. Well, you can even include cable with that. So before internet. Yeah, before the internet. Or before YouTube. Because we had Basically the same thing. Well, yeah, but we had internet, but we didn't really have the capacity to view stuff. No. For a few years. It really wasn't until YouTube, which came about... 2005, I believe. Um, I'd say today. Really? Yeah, because I can find all those old shows that mm-hmm. I used to watch on YouTube and online. Plus, I can watch new stuff and I can, hell, whatever happened to that. If I want to see this commercial, for, for someone like me who loves bringing up old things, old commercials, like the guy a few weeks ago, mufflers, <laughs> you know, you can't find, you know, that's, yeah. you get the best of both worlds, I say. Okay. I, I just know it because we both worked in radio. I know that back in the old radio days, the product was better than the product today. Today, they don't even run announcers or jocks. And they run researched music. You never hear anything new. You never hear anything different. It's the same stuff. Well, one of the things you're talking about, local. So basically, local radio doesn't exist anymore in terms of, oh, when I was a kid, we used to listen to, you know, this DJ and he, hey, we're going to the beach, You know, this one station used to get like a 60 share, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, But there's no local emphasis. It's all syndicated. It's all um, automated. Maybe they'll have a local news capsule stuck in there if you do. But I I don't even listen to the radio like that anymore. There are a lot of people our age who I would think would listen all the time. And the reason they don't listen to it is because the kind of music and programming that we like doesn't exist. So the only way to find that is go on YouTube and you can find old radio broadcasts and old commercials and stuff that I remember as a kid. Oh, because commercials don't have that. I don't think they, there's some good commercials out there, but they don't have that ingenuity anymore or that um, innocence or lack of polish because now everything is so polished and just has to be just right and stylish. But back then, it was just kind of a free-for-all, and it was crazy. And you had some really bizarre commercials, yeah. which are very memorable. That's true. And now you don't have that. I, I think I'm going to go with the the older entertainment, the old radio and TV entertainment. Mm-hmm. I liked... Are I you like listening to The Dark Shadows? Oh, you you mean the TV the show? Or, the, or Suspense? I just preferred the it CBS to Mystery Theater. I used to listen to that. I, I still do. I've <laughs> yeah. actually racked that up. Who's the host of that? Was it E.G. Marshall? Uh, yes, it was E.G. E. Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else, too, but E.G. Marshall did it for the longest period of time, and he's, of course, in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I just watched that the other day. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I prefer the old stuff to the internet electronic entertainment. However, I, I my business now is on the internet. 
my, and so it, I'm, I'm on it all the time. And it does frustrate me from time to time. And in being in radio like you and I have been in the years, and you've been on, did you do TV as well? Did you do TV sales or something? I don't have a face for TV. Well, I thought you did something in sales. But um, we used to, and, and I'm going to go online and go on record as saying this, but we used to use a lot of uh, music and drops that we could get down from the internet in the commercials, which is a rights violation, and it could uh, it could get you sued these days because these days it's it's you know they struggled to get that under control, and then now that it's under control, they keep a tight lid on that. You have to pay rights. So yeah, I use the internet now for what I do, but I, I really like the old radio and uh, TV entertainment. I think yeah. that was better. Okay. Next one, online shopping versus brick and mortar stores. <sighs> I, I know what you're going to say. say. I've I know said what you're it before. Say it. I've said it. I, I'm a guy. I mean, even when I went into the brick and mortar stores, I'm like, I make a beeline. I got the shirt. I'm out of there. So do I. I'll be in and out in five minutes. That's what I do and, or did. Uh, so I, I really don't enjoy shopping. I don't either. Some people like it as a sport. I don't. So I like, usually I will buy most of my stuff online. See, except if I want something special, I'll go into the local, you know, where I live and where I know these people and Mm -hmm. we'll go in and buy stuff. But for the most part, um, it's just more convenient. Well, another thing is there's not a lot of stores for you to choose from anymore. Not from where we live. A lot of these big stores are gone now. And uh, so you're kind of limited as to what you can do. But I have been probably... It probably hasn't happened as often as I'm thinking it has, but I've been shortchanged with online purchases more than I care to tell you. Yeah. Whereas when it happened here locally, I could take it back and go, hey, and they would be really quick to, because they know I'm a regular customer, they exchange it or whatever. You don't get that kind of service online. In fact, you're they're talking to robots. There's probably people that aren't, there's yeah. no people there helping you. Did you ever grow up with Sims? Like it was a clothes store, I think men's no. clothes. I'm size Sims. Look it up on YouTube. He's like, at Sims, an educated consumer is our best customer. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That was a great commercial. That was, a, that was, that was a, a great line. And I remember that from 50 years ago. An educated consumer is our best customer. Okay. That's you. You're that, an educated I, consumer. All right. So online shopping is best for you. You think that's better yeah, than... Sure. Okay. All right. Here's one that I, that I know you're going to have a real solid opinion on because you do this for a living now. Film cameras... First, digital cameras. Digital. And I knew that was coming. <laughs> because even though the film does capture a certain aspect, it's too much pressure. Especially, it depends on the job. If you're, if it's a, a hobby of yours, film, I think film is interesting. Mm-hmm. But when you had to take photos and you need to get that shot, I mean, you're, you're shooting blind with film. Yep. You, wanna, you don't know the, uh, the, ex- the exact shot you have or whether it's been exposed properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I... Uh, I did a whole lot of film photography in my days, and I have found that with digital cameras, I can't control certain things like the depth of field. I can't control the shutter speed. There's a lot of things I can't control where if you want to do something creative, you've almost got to do it with Photoshop or something. You Mm -hmm. can't do it with the camera the way I used to do it. Mm -hmm. And even though digital cameras are a lot more convenient, I still like film cameras. Okay. All right. Hey, before we go... I'm going to read you a couple of headlines I found on TMZ. All right. Last one, oh, though. Okay, Let me okay, do one. Okay, this fine. is the last one. Okay. Now, this is unique to us as well. Okay. Baseball league division changes versus the two leagues and two divisions in each league. Which was better? I think there are too many divisions. 
I think so too. I like that you won your division, you went on. Now, if you want to have, like I've said, no more than four teams per league in baseball. Three division winners and a wild card. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. You know, I was kind of resistant to that when they went from the two division winners and that's it. Mm -hmm. But I say, fine. But this whole idea gets more teams involved in the pen and chase. You know, what about the old, old days when you finish first, you go to the World Series? What about the other 10 teams in that league? They were just out of it, you know? And they should have been because they weren't in first place. Right. Anyway, I I like the old way better. And I guess the good, the new way is okay. By kind of keeping tags, uh, a, a running tab here on this, it looks like we both like the newer versions of all these things. It looks like 70% of the time and 30% of the time we like the old stuff. Was that, that I'm well, impressed we grew with up that. with some of that old stuff. Yeah. So that, that's why. If we didn't grow up with it, I, well, obviously we wouldn't be talking about it, right? Right. Because we would, couldn't ask my kids that. No. And you know what? And I'll, I'll, well, we can stop on this. But talking to younger people about stuff like this, they have a real quick way of making you feel like you are useless, and 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 no longer relatable. Get out of my way, old man! It's almost like, well, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's what we're talking about. Okay, never mind. Here, let me ask you okay, quickly. TMZ. Yeah. Couple. Would you be interested in even learning about the stories based on these headlines? Dad at risk of being homeless after teen makes drastic decision. No. <laughs> Blackhawks GM says Corey Perry cut unrelated to sleeping with players' mom. I saw that, but yet, no. Okay. Britney Spears makes fish-like no. faces in New Bizarre Video. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Felicity Huffman speaks on college admission scandal. I had to break the law for my daughter. No. 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 You know, she that's, said... None of that's news. She said she wanted to give her daughter a future. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, that's not real news. It's it's like it's replaced the National Enquirer. Yeah, the internet, all of the internet. That's, there's the, the you just read four headlines. I see them all the time when I check my feed in the morning, and I've I've gone through on my feed and filtered it all out. No more Hollywood news. No political mm-hmm. news. I don't like that stuff. Well, I, I will say back you know going to the supermarket and stuff. You see all the tabloids yeah. used to be there, and you you see dozens of times over the course of a few years, Cher's final days or <laughs> or Barbara Eden's final days yeah. or Larry, Bill Cosby's final days, and yeah. they show like this. Like deformed photo of the person, like yeah. Anyway. I see, I remember the other ones too, where they monkey boy dates Elvis and seen at the uh, you know Hollywood Bowl, and you just go, "There's how did they get away with writing that? How yeah. come they're not sued or just?" Well, it's just like Mad Magazine or National Lampoon, really? I think. Mad Magazine was very, very inventive and very creative. These are just people that are low on oxygen and maybe drunk at the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, very good. Those are cool things. Um, we'll have to get more. Would you rather have yeah. this or that? Would you rather? Would you rather? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Is what, what made me draw these things up was I had a friend of mine telling me something the other day, and he said, "Well, it was always better when it was like this." And I first thing, you know, red flags. Uh, here we go. It's old two old men getting together, you know, lamenting the past and whining and crying about it. But I started thinking, wait a minute, you know, it was better. Things were better. But then on the flip side, some things are were worse. So it's really hard to really differentiate between quality over quantity. Here's a would you rather. Or would convenience. You ra- would you rather fly today in today's climate of 
crazy people and stuff. Or the old days where you dressed up to fly, but people also smoked in the back. Oh, see, I wouldn't be able to survive that. So I have, I like today where people wear sweatpants. And Well, did you hear that story about, it was, I think, Frontier. Some woman was freaking out, and then another woman stood over her, started preaching to her about Satan. <laughs> like, who's crazier? Who wants to be in that? The poor flight attendants and the pilots, they're dealing with this, like, yeah craziness going on and it seems like it's more prevalent especially since covid you know it was happening before that but maybe not not to that to or before that, social media maybe it was I happening think that's what we just that didn't know about a, it we yeah. didn't hear about every little sneeze and cough and slight and stuff what amazes me is the amount of people who get up and try to take care of it on their own anytime i see videos there's other people standing standing around or sitting around going sit down shut up Sit down. Or they go, go ahead and hit me. Go ahead and hit me. I'm going, it's not just you against this guy. The whole plane is going to shut you down because never again since 9-11 are we ever going to let whack jobs get anywhere near the uh, the pilots. So yeah. anyway. Hit me. Go ahead. Okay. I saw Remember, remember that commercial for the, for the battery, Ever-Ready yeah. battery? Yeah, it was Robert, Robert Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. I dare Knock you. it off. Knock it off. Okay. Knock it off my shoulder. I dare you. You think okay. people don't know who Robert Conrad is? I know. Mr. West, yeah. James West, and he was a great singer. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He's a lounge singer. And he <laughs> I was didn't awesome. Know that. Go ahead. There's some. There's some uh, video of him singing. You ever see Hal Linden singing? No. Oh, that's really an old guy. Yeah, is he good? Barney though? Miller. Yeah, I love excellent. Barney Miller. Excellent. But I'll be darned. That's 50 years ago. All right. Well, scoop. Another half hour has passed. Go shop in your store, your fancy stores with your service people, <laughs> and I'll just be online. All right. Typing away. Typing away. All right. Merry Christmas to you then. Not yet, but Merry Christmas. Happy holidays and all that stuff. And we okay. got a couple uh, weeks still. We got three weeks we got till 24 Christmas. 24 days. Well, we're recording this on December 1st, so 24 days. A gotcha. new month. Yep. Meteorological winter is upon us. Feels like it. All right. See ya. Bye bye.